Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to NFT Nation, the most relatable and reliable NFT and crypto podcast in the nation. I'm your host, Michael Wheeler, here with my co-host, Alex Ferguson. What's going on, guys? So pretty much we want to welcome you all back to NFT Nation's Bitcoin Bulletin, where we explain the most recent and important news surrounding Bitcoin and the entire crypto market as a whole. But before we begin, here's how the crypto market has done this past week. And obviously, since we're doing a Bitcoin Bulletin, there hasn't been a much, there's been a whole lot of red, a whole, <laughs> lot, of red. <laughs> whole lot of red in the market. But we have Bitcoin down around 6%, Ethereum following in its tracks down around 6%. We have Binance Coin down around 3%. XRP down around 5%. Cardano down around 10%, as well as Solana down around 10%. So pretty much uh, there is not a lot of great things in the market, but we're going to kind of help everyone understand why the market is going down. A lot of lows to this week. But before we start, we'd like to say that everything mentioned in this podcast other personal opinions of the host, me and Michael, and are not meant to be taken as any sort of financial advice. So pretty much with uh, that out of the way, what's pretty much going on with the crypto market? And for the number one reason why we believe the market has been down this past week is that the Canadian police uh, is currently blocking cryptocurrency transactions amid a huge truckers protest. So to pretty much explain like what's going on with Canada, like why is this important? So pretty much in an attempt to block the funding of a freedom convoy protest in Canada, the Canadian police have sent letters to crypto exchanges, effectively pretty much just telling them to stop all transactions that are going to the protesters and to like the fund, if that makes sense. And these pr- protesters uh, are have been collecting donations in Bitcoin and many other cryptos to pretty much fight against the Canadian government and just everyone in Canada that's blocking them from doing what they want. So, uh, Alex, do you care to explain, like, what is the convoy and why is this important? Yeah, so this convoy is called the Freedom Convoy, and it's made up of mostly Canadian truck drivers. But the whole kind of idea is that the Canadian government shut off the uh, border between the United States and Canada. Therefore, like, all these truckers who are making a living uh, delivering stuff, it's just stopped. And they can't get in the United States, and then people from the United States can't get into Canada. So what they're pretty much doing is they're just cutting off all kind of circulation and so therefore they're uh they're not able to get paid because i mean that's their job and so yeah they're not happy about that so pretty much the uh the foundation for that supporting the, the truck drivers has a pretty fun name it's called hong kong cold and uh it's actually pretty funny but in, on a serious note they have raised over a million dollars in bitcoin and many other cryptocurrencies which is great to see and so the the freedom convoy uh, pretty much Canadian truckers protesting against vaccine mandates and passport mandates by occupying the nation's capital, which is Ottawa, and other important parts of like the trucking infrastructure as well as like shipping. 
and pretty much uh, this is continuing to constitute a threat to the Canadian government's and its mandate policies because obviously the Canadian government has been very kind of harsh on their vaccine mandates and their other kind of mandates surrounding the whole COVID situation. And obviously some organizations and individuals in support of the truckers have organized together and collected uh, donations to bring financial help to the truckers and their families because they believe that they, they, because people that do not want to receive the vaccine are very strongly or have very strong opinions against it. And people that support uh, their opinions are giving these truckers money. And the easy way to do that is through crypto and other Bitcoin or Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. So initially, many of the donations came through crowdfunding services such as GoFundMe. But since the Canadian government is able to control uh, GoFundMe and stuff because it's actual like it's their Canadian currency, they were able to completely shut down and shut down the GoFundMe's and freeze all of the accounts. And that's why all of these organizations switched to crypto and in Bitcoin because uh, the government can't stop it. Yeah, because it's a little bit harder to track for the governments. I mean, it's not really hard to track. It's just that the government, like many others, don't really understand how to stop it. So, yeah. So pretty much uh, a lot of people are wondering, like, what exactly is the police doing? Like, how are they going to or trying to stop all these uh, donations? So pretty much like we said earlier, to stop donations through crypto transactions and bank deposits and um, other donations through cryptocurrencies the canadian government has pretty much sent letters to cryptocurrency exchanges ordering them to stop all transactions that are headed towards the truckers and entities associated with them and pretty much specifically the canadian police has sent exchanges a list of 34 crypto addresses to block because that's the 34 addresses they believe that's supporting the uh uh, trucking movement and the protests. So also this is kind of a big deal for Canada and this is why they're kind of working so hard to stop it is because the Canadian government is so scared that this technology will be able to support the truckers and mess up like the entire shipping infrastructure. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of crypto addresses. So, I mean, I don't think if they just block, there's a lot more truckers than just 34. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they could get like they could just make another account and they yeah could... they could just make another wallet i mean i think it's pretty simple and obviously yeah. if they want the if people want to do, or feeling so inclined to do whatever they can to support these truckers they're gonna just make another account <laughs> but obviously they're 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 the canadian government's attempting to stop them but with something like cryptocurrency and bitcoin it's so hard yeah. to even understand like where the money is and you can make a wallet in legit 30 seconds and instantly receive funds from around the world. Yeah, so you can't do much. I obviously, the Canadian, I don't really agree with the Canadian government at all. They should probably just let the truckers protest and give them what they deserve and what they're like uh, asking for because their shipping infrastructure is so important to the economy. But, you know, governments obviously don't like Bitcoin and crypto, so they're going to do everything they can to stop it. They have their own ideas. So for the reason two, it is obviously big news, not surprising, but Russia invading or close to invading uh, Ukraine, and it can add 10 to 15% selling pressure on crypto. Uh, And pretty much what the war is, it's it's between Ukraine and Russia, and it's such a big deal because, um, and it'll affect the whole world, is because Ukraine is a part of NATO now. And so if Russia invades 
Ukraine, that means the whole world has to protect, kind of protect uh, Ukraine and go to war with Russia because Russia is not a part of uh, them. And so if they make any move in Ukraine, it's just going to cause domino effect among the whole world. Yeah, exactly. Especially it's really... I don't like talking about politics on this podcast because we're really just here to kind of give information out and have everyone understand what's going on in the crypto market. But this war, quote unquote, is so important to all economies because yeah. the more tensions rise in Ukraine and Europe, it causes more selling pressure pretty much everywhere because no one likes war. Everyone's scared. And when things like the stock market or really anything, just you see a huge decline and huge uh huge uptick in selling pressure it's going to just fall on top of crypto and it's really kind of just like we always say during these bitcoin bulletins when the stock market goes down we're always going to see the crypto market just go down because there's so much money in both uh, both avenues but uh, a lot of people are asking like is this war actually going to happen and we have a quote from president joe biden and he says he told reporters today that the threat of a Russian invasion of Ukraine is very high, and he said an invasion could occur, not now, but in a matter of several days. And like, th- like Stuff like this is what I hate, that politicians talk like this, is because literally, I, I think... You don't know. Just like, you, you can say you don't know, like, it's okay. You don't know what... You're not reading Putin's mind. Like, you don't you, know when he's going to do stuff. You, you're just pushing the subject down the road, and you're just going to... It's just annoying, because this... When, how long has Russia been on the border of Ukraine? Months? Maybe over two? Maybe uh, yeah, month? I'd say a couple It's just months. like, I feel like if they're they're doing this just to kind of scare people and kind of just show that Russia's powerful and Russia controls the world because what they do can determine what other the countries do. And also, especially on the NATO kind of thing, uh, side of things, this is going to, if this war does happen, it's really going to prove if NATO actually works. Yeah. Because just because these countries signed a piece of paper and agreed that they're in NATO, they don't. Ha- if if Ukraine gets attacked, it's, there's nothing saying like nah, don't care. Like you can just you can figure it out. But uh, especially Na- NATO's kind of sort of like an alliance between. It's kind of like the Allies in World War II. It's just like a big uh, thing with that, and it can cause a huge um, domino effect with countries attacking other crunch- countries because nato has so many treaties with so many different countries that it can just fall on top of one another because if you fight him i have to fight you and then whoever gets fought by him i fight it's just a huge kind (laughs) of uh cluster you know what so you know it's just but uh just to kind of move on with all the negative news you've obviously seen the market tank well, no, I wouldn't really say tank because yeah. we haven't seen it's huge, just movement. It's just it's just pretty volatile right now, just like how the uh, Bitcoin market and crypto normally is. But I will say, let's move on to some positive crypto and Bitcoin news. So the first topic for kind of just to cheer everyone up and make everyone hopeful about the market is that Ukraine, even though they're everything's going on with their Russia situation, they're actually legalizing cryptocurrencies. And even though they're having huge tensions with Russia, which Russia says that the Russian government says they don't like uh, uh, crypto and Bitcoin Liars. and stuff like that. But like Putin said, like <laughs> he has he has. Yeah, I don't like, know how much he has, but I know he has. a. There's, there's a lot of rumors going around that the government has actually bought Bitcoin and they hold Bitcoin because it like it's so important to their infrastructure and they can make so much money by taxing Bitcoin miners. Aren't they mining, too? Uh, I'm pretty sure going to start because in our last Bitcoin bulletin, we talked about how much infrastructure 
uh, Russia has to support these huge factories, yeah. which is a great idea for them if the government wants to make uh, taxes off that. But pretty much Ukraine has legalized cryptocurrencies today, even though its tensions with Russia have uh, kind of um, destroyed global markets in the past week due to global concerns over the prospective war, like we said earlier, with more than 100,000 Russian troops near the Ukrainian border. So that's all great to see, but at least the Ukrainian government is understanding the future of this this whole asset class, and it's just really great to see. But our Ukraine is already in the top five countries on cryptocurrency usage, so it just makes sense why. I don't know why they just didn't legalize it earlier. Like, yeah. I mean, the thing about crypto is, like, it doesn't matter if it's legalized or not. People are still going to use it. Just like yeah. in China, there's still people mining. Yeah, there's, there's still a bunch of people making transactions in crypto, even though it's illegal. Right? Yeah. yeah, but obviously this is very good. We can go more into detail about this whole ukraine legalizing bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies but it's just kind of good to know that a country that even though there is huge tensions going on they still understand the importance of this so yeah just good just uh just a story to maybe give you a little bit more positive yeah feedback so for my next positive uh story it's um it has to do with the united states and illinois and specifically they they said that they like mining they're all for mining and what it does and so what they did for that is they have uh, specific tax incentives for people who are Bitcoin mining. Yeah, so pretty much tax incentives are just lowering taxes, if you didn't know. And in order to qualify for the program, uh, you'd have to have at least $250 million invested and create at least 20 jobs and have achieved carbon neutral status or green building certification, among other requirements. I feel like, I feel like those requirements are really good. Because yeah. it's uh, kind of, it's giving people and I kind of a reason to go to. Yeah, loot, or, it's giving people more of a reason to yeah. not only invest in the cryptocurrency companies and it, like kind of just move into the whole asset class, but also it's uh, having cryptocurrency companies or mining companies kind of incentivized to give people jobs, which is yeah. obviously great. Yeah. And also, if they work towards achieve, uh, achieving like a carbon neutral status. It's obviously better for yeah. the whole environment and governments in these past like probably 10, 15 years have really kind of switched to a more carbon neutral and because people are starting to care about the environment yeah. now. And they use a lot of power. Yeah. So and they want they want uh to have a re like they want to give a reason, a reasonable a reasonable reason for using all this power if they're able to be carbon neutral. So this is great to see. Yeah. Uh, I would not be surprised if many other uh, cu- countries and states throughout North America and pretty much the world, if they're yeah. smart, um, uh, have tax incentives like this. Because I mean, normal businesses have tax incentives. Mm-hmm. Like especially with uh, when Trump was in office, I remember like him signing uh, law bills in the law that says like if you bring uh, jobs to America from like say you have a factory in China and you decide to yeah. manufacture in the U.S., that. you will get massive budget cuts and. I would not be surprised if many, many other uh, kind of political leaders in the future do this. So, yeah. I mean, it's just a smart. great idea. Yeah. Smart financially and yeah. economically. Yeah. And obviously, since the government's not a for-profit business, if we're, they're obviously able to give these tax incentives because they don't have to take every single penny of crypto company mine or crypto mining company makes and kind of just store it. They can do some good and improve the economy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, guys, that's pretty much been uh, this for our Bitcoin bulletin today. 
Hopefully you gain some knowledge on why the crypto market has not been doing so well this week. And then you left with some positive, uplifting news about the crypto market. So hopefully you all enjoyed today's episode. If you loved it, share it with a friend. Maybe uh, just uh, keep watching. Share it with your family members. Tell your family members why you enjoy the podcast. Tell your friends. Uh, if you feel so inclined, you can give us a five-star review on this podcast great. on Spotify. That really helps us grow since we are a very small podcast here. And also, if you want to ask us questions, you can DM us on Instagram or uh, go check us out on TikTok. It's at NFT underscore nation underscore podcast on both platforms. And yeah, Alex, do you want to say anything before we head out? Uh, thanks for listening, guys. And make sure you, if you have any other ideas for any future episodes, make sure you DM us and yeah, tell us any ideas. exactly and we do polls all the time where you can ask questions on our instagram and we're kind of building up questions for a q a so yeah just if you have any questions go send them there and hopefully you have a great day and hope you learn something thanks guys